Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week, we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high-frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. I'm not teaching you on a topic today. I'm not sharing with you a new strategy or a new game to teach your child to read. I'm actually sharing a more personal story, a personal story about why I chose to teach my kids to read at home before they headed off to school. Every parent has the right to make their own choice about this, but I just wanted to share my experience and why I made the choice that I made. So in case you're new here, my name is Erin. I'm from littleslovelearning.com. I'm a former teacher. I'm also a tutor and a sub, and I spend my days teaching parents and teachers how to teach their little ones to read correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. So the reason that I wanted to share this video today is because There can be some pushback in the online space when we talk about having parents work with their kids at home to teach them how to read. Some influencers will say that you shouldn't work with your child at home before they go to kindergarten, that it should all be about play, there should be no learning. Some influencers think that parents are going to teach their children incorrectly at home, so they should just leave it to the school. The schools are the experts and they should be the ones to teach kids to read. So I wanted to share my experience and why I made the choice to teach my kids to read before they headed off to school and how that impacted their learning and development later on. So a little background, I am married, I have two kids. Now my husband has given me permission to share this story but he was diagnosed with a learning disability when he was in the second grade. By the end of the year in second grade, he still could not read. He ended up being diagnosed with central auditory processing disorder, and his parents had to make the very hard choice about what they were going to do to help support his reading development. At the time, he was in a private Catholic school, but they did not have the resources that he needed in order to learn how to read. So his parents decided to pull him out and to put him in a school that was specialized for students with language-based learning disabilities. And he was there for two years. And that school is where he learned how to read. Once he did, he headed back to his original school and he was able to complete the rest of his schooling. And happy to report that he learned how to read. He actually is the most voracious reader that I know as an adult. He does not choose to watch TV at night, he reads. If there's a day that has gone by that he hasn't read, he feels funny. He has to read every day. He reads more books in a week or a month than I probably read in the whole year. So he definitely is a success story about getting that intervention so that he could be able to learn how to read. He also went on to not only get his bachelor's degree in engineering, but his master's degree in business 
has a very successful job and it's a great success story about when kids struggle in the beginning, it doesn't mean that they're going to continue struggling. There needs to be that intervention piece and they can learn how to read. But I give you all that background knowledge with his permission because I want you to know where I was coming from when we had kids. When I first got pregnant and we were talking about when our daughter was born and where she was gonna go to school, we both immediately thought there is a possibility that she could have a language-based learning disability. There is a genetic component to learning disability. So we were both very aware as she was growing up paying attention to those signs since we knew that he struggled and we wanted to make sure that if she did, we got her the help that she needed. Well, when my daughter was learning how to read, I had not been trained in the science of reading. In fact, the science of reading movement was not a thing. What was very common when she was learning how to read was balanced literacy. And that is the world that I came from and that is what I learned in college and what I kind of was exposed to as a teacher. So I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know there was a whole nother world. So as she was learning how to read, this was when she was just a little toddler, I was exposing her to the letters and the sounds and I was able to kind of unlock that for her. But she is the type of person who once she knew the letters and sounds, she was able to put that information together and basically teach herself how to read. I don't say that lightly. I very much am honest in the fact that I taught her the letters and the sounds and her brain, the way it works, she was able to put all the pieces together. She was able to see the patterns. She was able to connect the dots and she was reading before she turned three. Reading sentences and books that she had never been exposed to before. I think she has a phenomenal memory. I think the way that her brain connects things, it, it just worked for her. Now, I am so, so thankful that she didn't struggle like my husband did, and also that she was able to teach herself because had I taught her back then, this was in 2015, 2016, I had not been exposed to the science of reading yet, I would have taught her incorrectly. I would have taught her inefficiently. And had she had a learning disability or struggled, I would have been making that worse. Because when we teach in a balanced literacy way, where there are certain strategies and tools that we use, it is actually causing harm to our students, especially the ones who have learning disabilities. And so I am thankful every single day that she was able to pick up reading very quickly, put it together in her brain, very easily and and not struggle. And I'm happy to report that she is also a voracious reader. My goodness, my husband and my daughter both. There is not a day that goes by that she does not read. She reads constantly. In fact, there's a phrase that I have said to her more times than I care to admit, but I have to remind her people over books because there are lots of times where she is reading, her head is in a book and she's missing out on the conversations that are happening around her. So that was her story. Very, very strong reader. Then I had another child, my son. So I only have two kids. Now, my son got the benefit of me having learned about the science of reading when he was little. So when he was probably a year, I started going through the science of reading trainings and my eyes were opened forever. I had no idea this world existed until then. So once I started going through those trainings, I thought, oh my goodness, this is incredible because I can teach him how to read 
correctly. I know the steps. I know the skills. So I am going to put those into place for him and I am going to teach him how to read correctly. I was so excited. So flash forward, uh, COVID hit and he was only a little toddler when COVID hit. I think he turned two during COVID and then we were home. So I had the benefit of being able to do fun activities with him when he was two. Wasn't really teaching him to read, but absolutely working on letters and sounds because that is something that we like to do just as a family. That's super fun. And I also had the benefit of knowing about the importance of phonemic awareness and being able to pull apart the sounds and words. So I was already doing those sorts of things, modeling for him all throughout his toddler years, just because it was fun for me. And my older daughter liked to play the games with me. So we did a lot of phonemic awareness just for fun. If you're not sure what phonemic awareness is, I will link a video down below so you can learn all about it. But it's basically being able to hear and manipulate the sounds in spoken words. So we did a lot of fun games like that. Well, when my son was three, we made the decision for me to homeschool him. It was still kind of the tail end of COVID and it was what worked best for our family at the time. Not to mention, I really wanted to teach him how to read. I knew I could do it. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't know when he was going to become a reader, but there was no rush. We were starting so early. He was in three-year-old homeschool preschool. We had this huge long runway to get to our end goal of him being a reader. It could have taken years. That would have been fine. There was no rush. But I started homeschooling him in the fall of 2021. That's when he was in homeschool preschool. And we consistently did a few things that really helped him take off with his reading. One, we continued to play those phonemic awareness games, but we did them every day. At lunch, when he was eating lunch, we would be playing these games. In fact, I have videos of him. He'd be eating his sandwich and he'd be answering my phonemic awareness questions. And it was so much fun because it gave him something to do while he was eating, something to focus on. And it was a consistent habit that we had. So he was really good about hearing the sounds in language. We also worked on the letters. So we were taking those sounds that he was playing with and matching them with the letters. Once he had that, then we were able to put it together. We were able to have him start blending and reading words. And I remember when he read his very first decodable book, which was a Bob book. If you don't know the Bob series, I will link it down below in case you wanna check it out. A decodable book series means that the student or the child who's reading the book has all of the phonics skills they need to read all of the words in the book. So decodable in this book specifically just had a word or two per page and they were all decodable words that he could read. He bledged them together and he read the words. In fact, I just watched the video the other day and it is so sweet to hear him. He's sounding the words out. Mm, at, mat, mat. He was so excited that he could put all of that together. Now that was when he was three. He happened to learn to read when he was three. There was no timeline set. I wasn't trying to get him to learn to read when he was three. I didn't know how long it was gonna take, but I had all of the pieces in place for him. The phonemic awareness, matching those sounds to the letters, practicing blending them together, and he was able to pick up on that. Not to mention, we also worked on spelling. I knew how important spelling was. It is not something that should be overlooked when teaching your child how to read. So not only were we practicing how to do 
blending the words to read them. We were also practicing how to segment the sounds, take the sounds apart in the word, and then match them to letters to spell. So even before he could really form all of his letters well with handwriting, he was building words with magnetic letter tiles. And we had so much fun with this. This was not rigorous. This was not some drill and kill activity. Teaching him to read and spell was so joyful because we always turned it into a game. Even when I wasn't planning on turning it into a game, he would turn it into a game because that's how little kids are. They love to have fun. So it was such a joyful experience. I also made sure to focus on his handwriting. And I will say that handwriting was not always a joyful experience. In fact, he really would get frustrated in the beginning because I would not let him hold his pencil incorrectly or form the letters incorrectly. And there was a lot of errors in the beginning. And so I would have him work on them, not in a mean way, but just in a consistently, hey, you you know, here's the feedback, let's fix this kind of way. And as a three-year-old, that could be tricky. There were some tears. I am not going to lie and say that part was joyful. Handwriting was a little tricky, but now his handwriting, he knows how to form all of the letters correctly and it's so fluid for him. So he doesn't have to stop and think, how do I form these letters? Because we've been working on it for two years. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case you're thinking that learning is always gonna be joyful and every piece is joyful. There were definitely moments that were not as joyful, but I knew what my end goal was. So we went through homeschool preschool, which was great. And being able to teach him how to read was such a joy for me. The pride that I feel knowing that I gave this gift to him. I unlocked the code for him and watching him transition from those decodable books to picture books to now chapter books where he, he has unlocked the code and he can take in those stories. It is so much fun. He laughs when he's reading these books. He especially loves funny books. He loves to come over and tell us what's happening in the story. Can you believe this character did this? Can you believe this character said this? In fact, he was reading one chapter book recently <laughs> where one of the characters said to the other character, don't get your panties in a twist. And so now he says that to me because he thinks that's very funny and he picked that up from a book. So it's just so fun to see how he has gone from a non-reader, just like all of our kids, to a reader. In the last two years, it has just been the most incredible thing to watch. So as of this recording, he is in kindergarten and I never worried, not for one second, that he was going to be bored in school or too smart for school because he knew how to read. Teaching him to read wasn't because I wanted him to be a reader before he got to school. I didn't need him to be the top of the class in reading. I taught him to read because it unlocks this entire world for him of books and stories and imagination not to mention information, reading about things, nonfiction books. He loves to read about dinosaurs and tell me about dinosaurs. I have unlocked that world for him. And I cannot tell you the joy that I feel and the pride I feel from that. Now, I knew what school he was going to go to for kindergarten since he was born. And he happens to have the exact same teacher that my daughter had when she went to kindergarten. So there was never a question of, Will the school teach him correctly or will the teacher teach him correctly? I have 
full confidence in our school. I love my children's school. I love their teacher. She's phenomenal. There was never a question of, oh, I have to teach him because she's not going to do a good job or I can't trust the school. It wasn't about that. I knew that teaching him was important to me. And I also knew that teaching him was going to be beneficial for her because when he comes in, knowing his letters and sounds, knowing how to do his handwriting, knowing how to read, that is actually fun for her because then she can take him to a whole nother level and it just gives her more support. I am supporting her in the classroom by actually working with my son at home and having taught him how to read. So that is my story, my personal story about teaching my kids to read. Technically, my daughter pretty much taught herself, but I 100% taught my son. And if you ask him and you say, who taught you to read? He does say mom. And it just makes my heart so happy. Now, is this the best choice for your family? That is completely up to you. That is your choice. That is your family's choice. I am not advocating for either way. I do advocate to make sure that you have set the foundations for your children before they go to school, but you don't have to teach them to fully read before they go to kindergarten. That's not what I'm saying. You do need to work on those foundation skills, but if you choose to do more, if you want to do more, that is your family's choice and I am here to support you and I actually have something for you to support you on this journey. If you are watching this in real time when I post it, that means that the doors to my course are open. I have a course designed for busy parents just like you, and it is called Play for Reading Success. Now, inside this course, I have taken everything that I use to teach my son to read, and I have packaged it up for you. I've cut out all the fluff, and I've given it to you so that if you want to teach your child how to read at home, you have all the tools you need. You don't need to go looking all around the internet or Instagram or Pinterest for ideas. You are going to have a roadmap all laid out for you so that you can help your child learn how to read. If this is something that's interesting to you, please act fast because the doors are going to be closing soon. This is the first time I am launching this course. I am so excited to get my first group of students in because I want to teach you how to teach your child. There is no better feeling in the world than teaching your own child how to read. Trust me, there is no better feeling in the world knowing that you are unlocking the world of literacy for them. You are unlocking the code. And I promise what you are doing is based in the science of reading. So when they go to school, your child's teacher is going to be so thankful because they are going to have learned correctly. Sometimes teachers can get a little funny about parents helping at home because they don't want parents to teach kids incorrectly, which I 100% agree with. And that's why I'm here. I can teach you how to teach your child correctly. I can make sure that what you're doing at home is effective and it's impacting what they're learning in the classroom and that they are going to be confident and proud and ready to take on the challenges of kindergarten and first grade and beyond. This course is designed for pre-K, kindergarten, first grade students. What we're going to be covering are basically all of the standards that go along with kindergarten. And if you're not sure what a kindergartner should be doing by the end of the year, you can check out this freebie. It lists all of the goals for kindergarten literacy by the end of the year. And this is what we're going to be covering in the course. I will leave a link down below 
if you are interested in checking out this freebie. And of course, I will leave a link down below if you're interested in checking out the course. I would love to have you in there. I would love to support you on your journey to teach your child how to read. We can go from a non-reader or maybe a beginning reader to a strong reader. We can go there in a matter of weeks, not years. We know how to get there. Science has taught us how to teach kids correctly. And now I want to share that information with you, give you everything you need. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!